Welcome to the Make Disciples podcast, a short weekly podcast where we will share topics, ideas, and resources useful to you in your effort to follow Jesus as a disciple. Well, welcome back to this episode of Make Disciples podcast. This is Dan Rober joined today with our senior pastor, David McNeely. It is a pleasure to have you in the podcast studio, sir. Good to be here. And we are here in this renovated podcast studio. Yeah, uh, this is new. Is this artwork? Is that what you call that? Or It kind of looks like it. If we put it up uh, in the Met or something like that, it probably would be artwork. <laughs> right? <laughs> so it, it looks great. Even the sound panels are done in a, in a sort of an artistic fashion. Exactly. I think we're going to have to put a picture up somewhere so people can look at this and see what we have here. That's my wife. She's, uh, she's a visual person. She would prefer that. Yeah. yeah. It looks great, everyone. You'll, you'll have to come check it out sometime. Well, thanks for joining us today. It's great that you're here with us because we get to hear this all important question today in the beginning of our series on talking about, well, the purpose of the church. And so what we want to hear, especially from you as our senior pastor, is why do we have to do this thing called church? Like, what is the purpose of the church in a believer's life as an individual in America where we're so much more individualistic, more democratic? Can't we just do our Christian life on our own? What is the role of the church in making us better Christians? It's a great question. So could a person do this on their own? Of course. So God has called people at various times throughout all of human history to, to walk alone for a moment. So you go back in the Old Testament, um, there's a time where Elijah had to spend a little time alone. There was some time where Elisha, take anyone you want. There's a moment in time in which they had to do it alone and God was faithful. And in that sense, God is sufficient. Do people need other people in the sense of could they survive without anybody else? Yeah, God is sufficient. We believe that. That's our theology. However, what did God design? That's what we look at. And so I would say, go all the way back to the beginning. God makes Adam, makes him, puts his hand in the dirt, creates, what does he make? Makes a man, says it's good. Everything in creation, it's good, it's good, it's good, it's good, it's good. It's not good that man should be alone. So God makes complementary, equal in value, substance and glory, complementary person that is different in role and function. And uh, so I would say, sure seems as though God was trying to get across to us something at the very beginning that we need more than just ourselves. So that is the macro principle. Then I say, go to the New Testament. And it sure seems as though there's a whole lot of emphasis placed on people doing life together. And I think because of our Americanized view of the way that we read scripture, I think we look for ways to do something as an individual as opposed to look and read the Bible on its own terms, which is the overwhelming majority of it is written to how do you take part in a group? So uh, there's more to say on that, but yeah, I mean, good grief, we need each other. I really like that. I think that this whole idea of community is so important because it's a reflection of God himself. God as this community of one, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, one and yet three. And whether we're talking about marriage, as you did, but also the church itself as a community, figuring out how to do this whole thing together as a unity while recognizing our individuality at the same time. Yeah. So the church has a role to play. Let's talk a little bit about Wildwood specifically. Our goal here isn't to elevate ourselves. We are the best. But, you know, we want to talk about uh, what is distinctive about Wildwood in this. Like, what are we focused on? What are we driving towards at Wildwood to help people in their spiritual growth and maturity? 
That's good. So we think of Wildwood like this. We, we want to be the Alabama Crimson Tide of churches. That's what we want to be. We don't want to be the Florida Gators. We just lost like half of our audience <laughs> by saying that. <laughs> no, it's, in all seriousness, what is distinct about Wildwood? Uh, what I'm not going to talk about is our theology. We're a Reformed church. We're coming from a, a perspective that I think most faithfully represents the whole of the scriptures. We hold on to that loosely, meaning that uh, I'm not going to say that dogmatically we're the only ones that could ever possibly be right. <laughs> That's it. So I'm not going to talk about that. But I think what makes us unique is what are we trying to accomplish? How are we as a church trying to come alongside of God's people and then to help them grow and form so that those people can do something? So there's an old statement that somebody gave me years ago. I wrote it down. Um, I actually had somebody cross stitch it for me, <laughs> which was great. Here's how the statement goes. Jesus loved the masses and ministered to the few so the few could reach the masses. Mm, I like that. So how do we reach the most amount of people? It is by going into deep relationships with a handful of people who will take on many of the same characteristics and mindset and vision, et cetera, and then turn around and go and do it in the lives of somebody else. So again, going back to the garden again, what is the first command of God to the couple? multiply, reproduce. He's saying, fill this earth with more of you. I think that that is not just a physical command. I think when we look at the whole of scriptures, I think that God had the spiritual in mind as well, equally um, in that. Um, Reproduce physically, yes. Reproduce spiritually as well. So at Wildwood, what we're trying to do is we're trying to reproduce people spiritually. So the phrase we have, it's our vision statement is to make mature and equipped followers of Jesus who live with gospel purpose. That's what makes us unique. You want me to flesh that out or do you want to ask anything? Or Oh, I think that's great. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. Where did that come from? <laughs> so years ago, uh, a guy that you'll never hear again, but a guy named Link Belfay. He was a roommate that I had. Link Belfay challenged me really hard. Uh, I had a, a huge heart to see people come to faith. I just wanted to see people come to Christ. And I had seen that through uh, Alcoholics Anonymous, my story. So talking to addicts about freedom, it seemed to me like taking candy from a baby. I mean, I'm offering hope and I'm offering true freedom through a person of Jesus. So I got to see a lot of folks come to faith. Well, he really challenged me um, when he said, do you think that you are giving birth spiritually and then asking those babies while they're infants to go grow themselves? Mm. And, and he told me that's what I was doing spiritually speaking, was I'm leading people to Christ and then just leaving them. And so as infants, they're trying to find their way. And I thought, well, my job's done. You know, so I got challenged and then through um, the church where I was privileged to serve for 17 years um, in Atlanta, taught me how to reproduce, taught me how to make a life on life investment to where um, just as Jesus did with his 12, not only do we buy into the message of Jesus, we buy into the method of Jesus and he invested his life into to 12 men. And if you look at the end of Jesus's life, how big was the church? Very small. Yeah, very small. Yeah. I mean, you got 11 people <laughs> that are part of it. There's some other women and other followers, but I mean, it's just those 11 within a decade, though, it's thousands upon thousands um, that are there because those who had walked with him knew what they needed to do. And of course, the Holy Spirit, you know, enabled them to do it. So that's what we're trying to do at Wildwood. We're trying to make folks that are mature, meaning they have the internal characteristics. You know the difference between an immature and a mature human being when you see it out there. So folks that are mature in their spiritual faith, but they're also equipped, meaning they have the skills by which to live out. And the skills specifically that we're referring to are how do you study the Bible? How do you pray? How do you share your faith? And how do you relate to the body of Christ? 
Those aren't the only skills, but those are the four primary ones that we're trying to make an investment in. So mature and equipped followers of Jesus, a person, not a system, not a religion, not a philosophy, not a theory, followers of a person. Uh, Jesus. But then uh, we want to live with gospel purpose, meaning that we don't want this message to end with us. It's designed that the most mature and equipped people who are following Jesus, follow him and his mission to go after folks who currently hate God and see them become God lovers. And in turn, after they're trained and they're matured and they're equipped, they'll do the same and go after others. Seems like there's a lot more we could talk about, and we're going to. We're going to get more into this, get down into the brass tacks, as it were, about some specific things that we do at Wildwood, things like moving hearts and serving freely and caring deeply. And I knew I was going to forget the fourth one because I started with the first three. Which one did I forget? Making disciples. Making disciples. The one that's really important because I'm involved with that. Yeah. Okay. Well, over the next four podcasts, we're going to be talking about these one at a time and getting into how they participate in us becoming better disciples of Jesus, more closely united with him and connected with them. So thanks for joining us this time. And we look forward to uh, talking about these in future weeks. Thanks for joining us for the Make Disciples podcast. We would love it if you would subscribe, leave a review and spread the word. This podcast can be found in Apple Podcasts and Spotify. This podcast is a ministry of Wildwood Church in Tallahassee, Florida. Please join us again for our next episode of Make Disciples.